Divisional round is in the books. Four teams remain. Not the four I expected. Not the four you expected. At least that few months ago, we didn't expect these to be the four teams that remained. Um, and I mean, mainly the Titans. But oh my goodness, Derrick Henry. There's something about him. You know, the narrative that he just can't be tackled later in the season in the cold weather. Nobody wants to bring him down. He, I mean, 30 carries a game over the last three games. He's basically averaging a fantasy point per touch. He's an absolute animal. And I, again, for the second playoff week in a row, did not have enough Derrick Henry. Um, so I think this week went a little bit more according to plan. You know, the correlations were there. If you looked at the top lineup, and uh, we talked about this. You know, Lamar Jackson cost more than any other quarterback on the slate, and he did not outscore two or three. I think I know he didn't outscore Mahomes. I don't think he outscored Deshaun Watson. So, you know, for him to be in the Millie Maker winning lineup, he wasn't in the optimal lineup, um, at least I don't think, but he was in the Millie Maker winning lineup, the lineup that of the contest that had the most entries. And that was basically because... You know, his price allowed you or forced lineup generators to dig a little deeper and pluck Hayden Hurst, who ended up with 15 fantasy points at the bare minimum salary, and Marquise Brown to pair with Jackson. So we saw a lot of correlation on this slate. Like, we were dumbfounded in the wild card round at the lack of correlation. Uh, Deshaun Watson with... You know, no um, pass catchers. Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Kyle Rudolph in the winning lineup with no Kirk Cousins. I mean, rarely ever again, I think, will we ever see that. An unstacked, quote-unquote, naked quarterback. And then three players without their quarterback, three position players, skill players without their quarterback also in that lineup, and then nobody running it back on either side. So that was just a fluky, fluky week in the wildcard round. We definitely saw, um, you know, a more traditional lineup build come in to play uh, this week. Obviously, Lamar stacked up with Marquise Brown and Hayden Hurst. Um, that was the key there. Not going Mark Andrews, but going Hayden Hurst was key there. Um, running it back or bringing it back with Derrick Henry in that lineup, potentially. Um, and then we saw some other correlation, right? The running back defense stack is something that a lot of people like to build into their lineups. We saw that with Tevin Coleman and the 49er defense, and then pairing up wide receiver ones in case a game goes back and forth. We saw that with Tyler Lockett and Devontae Adams. So a ton of correlation this week. Basically, I mean, if you if you make uh, your lineups in a generator and you set parameters, this is the kind of lineup that you would assume it would spit out and I think, I mean, for the most part, for me this week, it was a much better week than last week. Um, came out uh, with profit. Um, 
although I did not have enough Tyler Lockett in my player pool, and I had too much Debo Samuel and Packers defense. Um, it seemed like when I was going through the lineups, uh, my results, there was always every lineup that had um, a decent shot. You know, I, I had a ton of Mahomes, ton of Lamar Jackson, ton of Deshaun Watson. They were basically the only three quarterbacks that I played on the full slate. Um, I either didn't pair them with the right pass catcher, Tyreek Hill obviously kind of ruined things, um, or Mark Andrews kind of ruined things for Lamar, and, or I had a, a Debo in there, or um, oh, also, my goodness, Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard was one of my more owned wide receivers, and the fact that he basically had a five-yard rush, and then, I don't know what happened, rolled his ankle, and then left for the rest of the game was killer if he only got if he just got like five to ten points I would have had a ton of lineups do a lot better Um, but a good week nonetheless way better than the wild card weekend all right so a look ahead real quick Uh, this one's gonna be short guys I don't know if you can hear my voice but I am sick as a dog Uh, not really I just have the sniffles I'm actually I'm not too sick but I feel like I have the urge to just keep sniffling and I know you guys don't want to hear that on a podcast. Um, so just a quick look ahead to the championship weekend. Um, you know, salaries were, were priced up. We saw Tevin Coleman at 3,500, you know, after barely seeing many touches uh, throughout the last month or so of the season, he got a career high, 20 plus carries, basically just, you know, they just let him pound it and pound it. They, Raheem Mostert ended up getting hurt, um, which wasn't the reason for Coleman's volume because they were giving him that volume while Mostert was still mixing in and healthy Um, but then when he went out that just solidified the fact that Coleman was going to get a ton of work Uh, but he's up to 5700 I think that's going to be iffy on the Packers side man it's going to be tough to uh, fade Devonta Adams He, he just no matter if it's Richard Sherman or whomever that he is going to be playing across from um, he is just playing lights out. Same thing with Aaron Jones. Um, they are. He hasn't looked as efficient as Adams. Obviously, the run game is never as efficient as the pass game. But um, you know, they're getting him the looks, and the whole offense just runs through Aaron Jones or Devonta Adams. And we like when you know an offense is concentrated like that. Um, and we'll talk about some strategies this week uh, on how to go about crafting lineups when there's only two games on the slate. Um, and then from the other, the AFC side of things, man, Derrick Henry, he finally gets a defense in the playoffs that actually isn't very good against the run. You know, the Pats and the Ravens were decent against the run, against stuffing the run this year. And now he gets the Chiefs who have um, gotten better as the season went on, but were really a team that we loved to, uh, you know, target running backs when they were playing the Chiefs, and obviously you know that the Titans' game plan is going to be to keep Mahomes and that offense off the field. 30 carries for Derrick Henry is well within reach for the fourth straight game, so I think he is going to be a major piece, obviously. And on a slate like this where there's only two games, there's only really four or five running backs to consider, if you want to be overweight on the field uh, on Derrick Henry and have an edge with Henry in your lineup, 
you're probably going to have to come close to locking him in, which I am not uh, at all opposed to. I'll break it down this week and come at, come back at you on Wednesday or Thursday, um, you know, for some you know additional uh, more researched thoughts on lineup construction and players, and then obviously on the other end, man, Travis Kelsey, Damian Williams are just uh, beasts right now, and. I think Tyree Kill, you know, despite the fact that he's been kind of wonky coming down the stretch here, I think people are still going to be on him because, you know, we know what he can do. Uh, eight for 150 and two game is, you know, always in his bag of tricks. So I think we'll see ownership on Tyreek despite the fact that he hasn't really produced lately. Uh, but tune in. Four for four article on the championship game breakdown will be out this podcast. Uh, the championship weekend rundown will be out on Thursday, uh, potentially Wednesday. So I will talk to you then. Oh, oh, oh. All I see is signs. All I see is dollar signs.